Welcome to the Second Half Success Plan Podcast. I'm your host, Second Half Success Coach and Strategist Odell Anderson, and I'm here to help you leave regrets behind and pursue the big goals that God has for you. Today, I want to talk about another concept from Jim Collins' book, Good to Great. And this one is on a culture of discipline. And it's applicable to creating a life, a second half of life that is more successful, that is greater than the first, that goes from mediocre to magnificent. And one of the things that you're going to need in order for that to happen is to develop some discipline. Now, and not just discipline, you want to sort of create a culture of discipline. Now, obviously, in the book, it's a culture is in respect to an organization or, or a number of people that all share uh, the same values, the same action steps, the same uh, or similar mentalities, and are going in the same direction. It's a collective of, of things that create a culture. And I heard it said one time that culture will eat strategy for breakfast. So culture is one of the things that beyond whatever strategy you may want to deploy for your second half success, doing the things necessary to make it sort of your culture. Now, it's just a culture of one. It's just you. And maybe it's you and your family. But you as an organization, you as an individual made up of billions of cells, you can call yourself an organization. So it sort of fits that you want to create a culture of discipline within yourself in order to do the things that are necessary to create this second half success. And I want to share just a few of the concepts from this particular chapter that I thought were most applicable, most impactful, most influential for what needs to be created, what needs to happen as you go from, like I said before, mediocre to magnificent in the second half of life. One of the concepts I thought was most telling is the idea that these companies, they were most disciplined within the realm of their hedgehog concept. And I talked about that in a few earlier podcasts, rather, where the hedgehog concept was the intersection of three circles, uh, what they could be the best in the world at, what drove their economic engine, and what they're deeply passionate about. And so for you as an individual, you could contextualize and say, you know, what are you really good at? What are you really passionate about? And maybe what's something that really will be the key driver, either economically, physically, spiritually, mentally, for success in a given area. And the culture of discipline that these companies were able to demonstrate was they were fanatically consistent to doing things and engaging in things that only fit within the hedgehog concept or within those three circles. If it didn't fit, they left it alone. And one of the things they would do is something called a stop doing list. And everyone's done to-do lists before. You've created lists to get certain things done, to make certain achievements happen, to hit certain goals. But rarely and not often enough do we create lists of the things that we need to stop doing, things that we no longer need to spend our time, energy, money, effort on. A lot of times 
you can make progress through the elimination of things. Uh, I heard a recent definition of perfection earlier this week that I thought was uh, very good. It said perfection is not achieved when you reach a point where you can add nothing else. So rather perfection is achieved when you get to a point where you can no longer take anything away, where you've reduced it down to what is absolutely essential, what is absolutely critical for its success. That's when you reached a level of simplicity and perfection. So a stop doing list can get you to that point where you're getting rid of all the fluff, all the extraneous things, all the things that don't need to be there. And you have got, you've got something pure, you've got something effective, something that's impactful and influential. And as you look at your the second half of life, there may be a number of things that you simply need to stop doing. What are the things that you need to stop doing when it comes to your finances? What are the things you need to stop doing when it comes to your health, your spiritual life, your relationships? There are probably some things that you're doing that you don't need to do. And when you remove those things, you then leave room for the things that truly matter. And then those things can expand and grow. The other concept in here that in this chapter about a coach of discipline that I think is applicable, similar to what I just talked about, is the purpose of budgeting. And he talks about budgeting, uh, how these companies allocated funds for the things that the company wanted to do. And in a lot of cases, in most cases in companies and individuals, we have a certain pool of money and then we have a number of things out there and we allocate or determine how much each of these activities would, uh, how much money each of these activities will get. And in the book, Jim Collins says, the actual purpose of budgeting is not to decide how much money each activity gets. Rather, the purpose of budgeting is to decide which areas best fit with the hedgehog concept and those to be fully funded and everything else not funded at all. So this goes in tandem with the stop doing list. You get rid of things that you need to stop doing, that you no longer need to budget any time or energy or effort in. Then everything else that remains, you can fully fund. You can fully dedicate your time, your energy to those endeavors. And that's the best way to budget. And that creates a sort of discipline that's there and that would be needed to get to the success that you're looking for. The other thing he talks about in here is the, the idea that they had discipline but it was discipline within a framework. It was discipline within a with with some guardrails, with some boundaries, and which allowed for a certain level of freedom. I think Jocko Willick is famous for saying uh, discipline equals freedom. That uh, without discipline, there really are limits to your freedom. You really maybe truly can't be free. And the analogy I like to think about that when I think about that discipline equals freedom, freedom within a framework. If you think about your, your children, let's say you live in a house and let's say you've got a backyard and let's say you've got two different houses, two different backyards. Maybe one backyard has a, it's a fenced in area. And if you're a parent you can say, all right, kids, go out in the backyard and play. And your backyard is fenced in. And you can send them out into the backyard knowing that it's fenced in and they, they can't climb over the fence and all that good stuff. And you can sort of walk away 
and let them play. They are free to do whatever they want within that framework of the playground, jump on the swing set or climb the tree or whatever. Um, and there's a, a sense of freedom because you no longer have to monitor that because they can't escape this framework. Imagine a, another backyard. Let's say you have a house and you have a backyard, but it's not fenced in. And, and maybe the backyard backs up into, I wouldn't say woods, but it's like, uh, let's say the backyard backs into uh, maybe an area that's not your property, but it goes on for a while. And so you would have to, if you send them out into the backyard to play and it's not fenced in, there's no framework. So they could get out and they could go places that um, you don't want them to go. Uh, funny story, my sister-in-law, uh, my niece, she, uh, her, uh, my niece was having a birthday party. She's like 10, I think. And my uh, sister-in-law told her and her friends to go out in the front yard and play. And she told them not to leave the front yard. The front yard's not fenced in. And we get a call. We weren't there when this happened. And apparently she was frantic and she was upset because apparently what had happened, she told my niece to not leave her and her friends not to leave the front yard. Well, they left the front yard. Not only did they leave the front yard, but they must have walked maybe, I don't know, a quarter of a mile, maybe half a mile down the street to the CVS that's on the corner. And when she looked out into the front yard, didn't see them and then looked you know, to the neighboring yard, didn't see them. Obviously, she was frantic, and so she's looking around. She hops in a car. She drives around, finds them at the CVS. You can imagine the amount of trouble that my niece was in. She's grounded for the next two months at least. But it's an illustration of the difference of freedom within the framework. You have one scenario where go outside and play, but there are no boundaries. There's nothing constraining you. There's no structure to the play, and what happened there and another one where if there is play within the framework, you're actually free to do a whole lot more within a framework than you are maybe where there is sort of an open world that allows you to do just about anything. And you can't really get sustained results without some constraint to the fun and the play and the activities. So those are the concepts I want to share with you from this chapter of A Good to Greater Cultural Discipline. I think there's a lot of takeaways from it. Stop doing lists, budgeting, and freedom within the framework. As you're crafting your second half success plan, those are the concepts that you want to start to integrate into your life in a number of different ways. In all the spheres of your life that are important, physical, mental, spiritual, relationships, financial, business, work, all those, these concepts definitely have a place in the home there. God bless and take care. Thanks for listening. Check out secondhalfsuccessplan.com where you can get show notes or key takeaways for each episode, links to my socials, and a copy of my four-step guide for leaving regrets behind and pursuing the big goals God has for you. Or book a strategy session to begin pursuing your second half success. Also, if you're enjoying the show, consider leaving a rating and review and sharing it with others you think might find it helpful. Thanks in advance. Cheers to your success and take care.